This is Plant-Based Briefing, the top seven alternative protein trends to watch for in 2022, part two, by Molly O'Donnell at gfi.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on plant-based, compassionate, and eco-friendly living, with permission, in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's post is a bit longer than that, so I've split it up into two parts. I read part one yesterday, and today I'm reading part two. So if you haven't already listened, go back and listen to part one first, so this one will make sense. And before I get into it, I wanted to give a quick shout out for a review from CCH Vale from the United States. They wrote, plant-based briefing, very informative and easily relatable for someone who has absolutely no knowledge of the topics, made me interested to learn more. Great job, Marian. Impressive. Thank you so much for that review. And if anyone else out there would like to support the podcast, the best way to do so is to leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And Spotify, you can leave ratings now as well. And one other way to support the podcast is by sharing it with someone else. Send them an actual link to it. Send them a link to plantbasedbriefing.com or share it on social media. Thanks so much. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. The Top 7 Alternative Protein Trends to Watch For in 2022, Part 2, by Molly O'Donnell at gfi.org. Number 4. Cultivated meat is expected to receive further regulatory approvals and launch in restaurants. As of January 2022, the only nation to approve the sale of cultivated meat is Singapore. In December 2020, Singapore granted regulatory approval to Good Meat's cultivated chicken. Good Meat is a subsidiary of Eat Just. In September 2021, Singapore again made history by green-lighting contract manufacturing facility Esco Aster to produce cultivated meat, and the city-state recently approved additional good meat cultivated chicken product formats. In 2022, more consumers may get their first taste of cultivated meat and seafood products. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, USDA, and U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, have been actively working on a joint regulatory framework for cultivated meat since 2018. And several companies, including Upside Foods, Wild Type, and Blue Nalu, have indicated readiness to launch in U.S. restaurants as soon as they're given the green light. Number 5. Companies further embed sustainable practices within their supply chains as sustainability becomes top of mind for consumers and investors. The sustainability benefits of alternative proteins over animal-based foods on factors such as land use, greenhouse gas emissions, water use, and pollution are well established. Compared to conventional foods, plant-based food production requires 86 to 99 percent fewer greenhouse gas emissions, 97 to 99 percent less land use, 70 to 99 percent less air pollution, 83 to 99 percent less toxic chemical pollution, and 95-99% to less water use. But there is still opportunity within the alternative protein value chain to lower environmental impact even further, and potentially lower costs as well, by upcycling ingredients and repurposing sidestream materials, and using sustainable packaging, renewable energy, and efficient transportation. Several of these solutions are being explored by industry players. Loya Foods uses okara, the byproduct of tofu and soy milk production, to create plant-based meat. Grounded Foods uses rescued cauliflower in plant-based cheese. 
More plant processing facilities will be built in areas that grow plant proteins to cut down on transportation miles, like Roquette's newest facility in Manitoba, Canada, which will be powered by hydroelectricity. Next Meat's new plant-based production facility in Japan will be powered by solar energy. Upside Foods' new cultivated meat facility will be solar-powered. Some precision fermentation companies, such as Air Protein and Solar Foods, are using greenhouse gases as inputs in their fermentation processes. Renewable energy was cited in a cultivated meat life cycle analysis commissioned by GFI and performed by CE Delft as a key factor in keeping emissions down in cultivated meat production. Sustainability is an important motivator for plant-based food consumption, particularly among younger consumers. We also expect alternative proteins to be increasingly identified as a key ESG investment industry, supported by ESG frameworks used in investor due diligence that are increasingly embedding considerations of alternative proteins. Read more about alt proteins and sustainability linked here. Number six, alternative protein companies continue to raise increasing amounts of capital. As the industry matures, we expect to see alternative protein companies raising larger rounds as more companies enter the growth stage. 2021 saw the industry's largest rounds to date, including a record-breaking $347 million Series B cultivated meat round from Israel-based company Future Meat Technologies. Multiple companies, including Impossible Foods, Eat Just, Motif Foodworks, LF Farms, Nature's Find, Perfect Day, The Every Company, V2 Food, and Notco, raised individual rounds in excess of $100 million U.S. million, and most of them in excess of $200 million this year. As companies enter later stages, we also expect to see more IPOs and acquisitions in 2022. In 2021, Oatly, Biomilk, Vegans, Gosh Foods, Next Firm, and Better Mood joined the few alternative protein companies to go public. Several other companies, including Vivera, Piece of Meat, and Biotech Foods, were acquired by public companies. In fact, both Vivera and Biotech Foods were acquired by JBS, the largest meat company globally, demonstrating increasing involvement by major meat industry incumbents. Sign up for GFI's quarterly investor newsletter for timely investment data and insights linked here. And number seven, governments are getting more involved. Governments around the world, including the EU, Israel, and Canada, have granted over 66 million U.S. dollars equivalent to alternative protein research projects. This figure is a fraction of the over 3.4 billion raised privately by alternative protein companies in the first half of 2021 alone. Public funding for research is essential to scaling the industry at the needed pace, and we expect to see more public funds dedicated to addressing high-priority infrastructure and research needs that will benefit the entire industry. Keeping global emissions below 1.5 degrees Celsius by 2050 is scientifically impossible without a transformation in global meat production. Plant-based and cultivated meat are long-term, durable solutions that are pro-climate, market-based, and well-positioned to help meet global climate goals. Alternative proteins also carry a myriad of public health and safety benefits beyond sustainability, including lowering the risk of antibiotic resistance and pandemics and promoting food safety and security. U.S. Representative and Appropriations Chair Rosa DeLauro agrees. Quote, we should pursue parity in research funding for alternative proteins. The United States can continue to be a global leader on alternative protein science, and these technologies can play an important role in combating climate change and adding resiliency to our food system. Unquote.
Read more about GFI's work securing public funding for alternative proteins here. You just listened to The Top 7 Alternative Protein Trends to Watch for in 2022, Part 2, by Molly O'Donnell at GFI.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. And this whole alternative proteins concept is so exciting for individual health, for sustainability, for animals, of course, and for public health, pandemics, and antibiotic resistance. And there are plenty of other episodes about alternative proteins if you're interested. Cultured Meat, you can listen to episodes 8, 9, or 23. Plant-Based Meat, you can listen to episodes 59 and 114. Fermentation, you can listen to episodes 170 and 171. And for Pandemic Risk, you can listen to Bonus Episode 1, Episode 157 and 164. And I'll link all those in the show notes. And please take a second to share this podcast with someone else. That's one of the best ways to help it grow is through word of mouth and personal recommendations. Thanks for listening.